We literally never thought we'd find someone that loved football, housewives, and wine as much as we do. And then we found Will Blackman, New York Giants, Super Bowl 46 champion, and wine and housewives lover. You guys are going to love this episode of The Real Football Fans of New Jersey. We have a phenomenal interview with Will Blackman. Tune in and fill up those wine glasses. Hello, everyone. I got to tell you, I did all of our social media in record time just now. I don't know if it's because I'm sweating because Katie and I are so excited for who our guest is tonight, or I was just like, I don't know, maybe I was like need for speed today and just got everything (laughs) out the door in 30 seconds or less. So, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is The Real Football Fans in New Jersey. This is episode 194. Katie, we are six episodes away from the big 200. How do you feel about that? I'm excited. I can't believe like we're almost there already and the wheels are turning what we want to do, but it's going to be a good one. I can't wait for it. We so we we talk about it like a little bit each each day, you know, what what we want to do, what we're planning for it. You know, once that first week of March, which I think is actually next week next technically, week, yeah. we're going to sit down, really plan so you guys will know soon enough what we're doing, what the date is because we want as many of our fans there as possible. We want you guys to experience this what you experience virtually in person, live, just to celebrate us. So with that being said, why don't we go ahead and get started into our episode? Because I got to tell you, we are coming at you with a phenomenal episode 194. We have a special guest tonight. Our special guest is former NFL defensive back Will Blackman, who played 12 seasons in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Washington Redskins, they were the Redskins at the time, and our New York Giants, where, I will point out, he won Super Bowl forty-six with them. So post-NFL career, Will is now known as the NFL Wine Guy, and he has a wine company called The Wine MVP, where they try to educate customers about wine and make wine more approachable to learn about. Listen, it just it speaks wonders to Katie and me because here he is, Will, football and wine. That's what our podcast is about. You could be the third co-host, but Will, thank you so much for joining us tonight. No, no cheers. You know, I have I have some bottles here. So cheers with my bottle. Um, no, you know what? It's it was um like I said, I I miss a lot of opportunities to to jump on a podcast, but this one was absolutely fitting. Um, not just the fact that you talk football and wine, but the title is similar to what Real Housewives, right? And I live, <laughs> yeah. I live near all the OC Housewives, so that's oh, pretty funny. Oh, I, know. Well, I didn't know that. That's a news. <laughs> you are the perfect get. You're the trifecta: football, wine, and housewives. Look and that, that, and that's, and actually, actually, one of my guilty pleasures. I watch all of them. Oh I my god, it. that's it. it. Oh my Sign, god, get a contract over to Will, Katie, after this episode. Your husband's the lawyer. Write up the contract. We have a new co-host of the Real Football Fans. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all in on. Salt Lake right now. Yes. Oh, yes. 
Oh, you could just stay for the whole episode. Oh my God. Yes. This is perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> absolutely love it so i already see a ton of people tuning in on twitter thank you guys so much if you do want to engage with us throughout the show though you have to hop over to youtube and facebook we got a ton of submissions for questions for will uh prior to the show but please as always ask us questions make comments throughout the show we're more than happy to address any questions comments anything like that so uh, Will, I would love for you to just take a second and talk about, you know, yourself, you know, your background right now, everything with wine, everything like that. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, um, 12 years in the NFL, uh, so survived the NFL, um, <laughs> drafted by the Packers, then went to New York. Actually, really cool. Before I go further, funny story about the Giants, right? So I get released from Green Bay in 2009, 2010, excuse me, 2010. And I remember going home and I, and crazy enough, that's the year Green Bay won the Super Bowl. So that was like super painful. So I go home and, you know, just start assessing things and, and talking to my wife. And um, I remember we woke up the next day and she said, I had a dream. You went to the Giants. <gasps> and I, I looked at her. I was like, go to sleep. Like, what, come a, on what, a, dream. Like, what a dream. No, I, I know. Like, I, I was the Giants. I'm like, you're right. So maybe like an hour later my agent calls me he was like hey man um the giants want to bring you in for a workout <laughs> and i looked at her you're like who am i like, married to who she is, is she gets it get her no, on the her, podcast no she her intuition it. is crazy no we, we should get her on here she's she's rad um, her name is Shauna. <laughs> and um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of what happened is um so i i remember fly, i flew out to new york actually no i told them i need a month because my knee was not healthy, which which mm -hmm. led to my release from Green Bay. So I remember I flew out to New York. It was crazy. I was in my hotel room and my agent was like, hey, the Bengals going to call you. He said, do not answer the phone. He said, <laughs> he said, do not. I was like, why not? He said, trust me, don't. So I had a message from uh, from the Bengals like, hey, you know, we want to bring you in. And I, di I didn't answer the phone, obviously. So I meet with the doctor. It was Dr. Russell Warren. And he was evaluating my knee and he was like, man, your knee is like messed up bad. Yeah. You know, he was like, in these, in most cases I will fail uh, someone's physical, but he said, because I like you, I'll pass you. <laughs> and that's kind of, yeah. So then I went to go work out for, I went to go work out and it was actually just me. It was me and Dave Gettleman at the time. Oh, uh, wow. He was a play, pro player personnel guy. And <laughs> that just makes me laugh. So no, but here's, the, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that was crazy about Dave really quick. He like, I don't know D I don't know GM Dave, but I know like, right. I know front office Dave and uh, player personnel. And he's the nicest dude. Um, he was, he was affectionate. He gave hugs. He gave lots of hugs. He looks <laughs> like a hugger. Not, he he was like a hugger. <laughs> but it was just me. And by the grace of God, my knee felt good that day. And I worked out and, and he ended up signing me on the spot. Oh, awesome. Um, and, what was crazy and this and the, the purpose of the story is why I hold the Giants in, in high regard. So when you when you have a pre-existing injury, you sign a waiver basically saying like, hey, if something happens to your knee, the team is not responsible. And so I'm like, fine, I'll sign it. I just want to play. Yeah. And I remember at the end of the year, my knee just did not hold up. And actually, my wife was due with our first son and. I remember Coughlin was like, hey, man, like you, you he actually I asked if I can go home to for the birth. He was like, of course. So he let me go home. You know, our son Ryder was born. I flew back afterwards. And I remember meeting with uh, 
uh, Dr. Ronnie Barnes. And he was like, hey, man, you know, I know we signed the ra- the waiver, but you really need to get your knee fixed. Mm-hmm. So in front of me, he ripped up the waiver and he was like, look, he was like, pick any doctor, any surgeon, any rehab place. You pick it and we'll pay for it. I don't care where it is. And and this is at the end of the season. I'm no longer a giant at this time. Wow. Right. This is after the season. Yeah. And. Sure enough, when I was a free agent, I I got the surgery. They paid for it. I went to rehab. They paid for. It. I mean, I was I was going everywhere, and I would just send them the bill. They took care of it. They paid for my wow. stuff. This is during the lockout too. They paid for my stuff. Oh from, right, yeah. From from January all the way to like September, they paid for everything, and I wasn't even on the team. That's amazing. And then they brought me back the next year, and this this year won Super Bowl. So wow. anyhow, that's my quick giant story. But I, yeah. I love the insider <laughs> info, and I know, I know I know these questions that we have for you tonight. I'm I'm hoping we get more insider info. Yeah, yeah. have good questions that I'm very intrigued to hear the answers on. So yeah, yeah. so that was my quick giant story. And then yes, then I yes. went to then I went to Jacksonville and then finished with the Washington Redskins. Sorry guys, it's, it's behind me over there. Um, but yeah, and and, yeah. and it was super cool. Like during <laughs> during my career, I was you know I enjoyed wine and um, Charles, when I got drafted to Green Bay in 2006, Charles Woodson was signed the same year as a free agent, and uh, he already had his own winery at the time. Mm-hmm. This is way back then, and it was pretty cool because you know wine is not looked at as a masculine beverage at the time, and I, I was in Wisconsin, which is all beer and whiskey, right? And um, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? So. It was cool to see him because I'm like, no one's going to say anything to Charles. Like, he's the best player on our team. He's drinking wine. They're not going to say nothing to him. <laughs> and so every every away trip, he would take us out to a really nice restaurant and um, and would, he would order wine. And that's kind of how it grew. And then I just became more curious, more curious, not so much the not the interest in the culture and lifestyle, but more curious in the history and the viticulture and all that stuff. Because for me, that's, that's how I found love with football. I fell in love with the football history, right. um, the stories. Uh, one of my, I have these figurines. I have a Barry Sanders figurine back there, but one, my first figurine ever. Um, yeah, it's the, it's called starting lineup. My first figurine ever. My dad bought me a Mark Bavaro um, yeah. figurine. Wow, which is funny. I know. <laughs> and then my first Hutch uniform. I gotta find it. The picture was Lawrence Taylor. So my dad just like threw Giants. All, he's from New York, right. he, so he threw Giants all in my face. Love, love it. I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so from that, from the love and uh, on the passion of the history and stories of wine, you know, I decided to get into the, the business post career. Um, actually, no, during my career is when I went and got all, all these certifications, started studying and learning about wine. And then that's where it really grew to, okay, I want to get into the business somehow. And I thought about starting my own wine label and, I got. A, I have a, this group of like wine dads, like these consultants, and they're just like, you know, you can have the best grapes, the best wine, the best whatever. At the end of the day, can you sell it? Right? Like any. We need wine can, dads. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like any. <laughs> God, that sounds crazy. Like any, it's like a, it's like a sugar mama wine dad. <laughs> you know. what? Just just give us the wine. <laughs> I know. Um. So yeah, and I just, I was like, you know what? I have such a unique network. I can just be like a concierge. Like when I played, I had a shoe guy, I had a jeweler, I had a suit guy, I had, you know, a middleman. I can be that person for athletes in the wine space. And that's kind of how the wine MVP was born. I like it. I like it. I, I, just, ra- I just rambled for a bit. But. No, 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 no. Honestly, that was like great little snippet there. I love that for sure. 
All righty. So you want to get into some questions? This is your show. You? Well, I, I say know, we I mean, dive in. I, you're I that. have the answers. I'm something. just following instructions. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, so we actually, so we have questions from Katie and me, but we also have questions from our audience. Our audience sent us in a great, uh, you know, great questions before the show. So I'm just going to go ahead and go into their questions first. They're more important than our questions. Um, so uh, first one is pretty uh, plain and simple. We're looking at the 2022 Giants. Uh, what are your thoughts on Daniel Jones? I think the jury is still out um, simply because I, I look at it like the, like the Trubisky situation in Chicago, you know, sure. Talented based on what they did in school, but like, have they been given the best opportunity um, to see what they can do? Yeah. Uh, there's been so many changes and, and turnover in, in New York, I think now they have the GM that they want. They have the head coach that they want. Um, obviously, we've seen what Dabble has done with Josh Allen and obviously two completely different athletes, um, but still was able to orchestrate something in, in Buffalo. So and, and the biggest thing, too, is it's going to be on, on the health of everyone. I think I, I like the defense uh, simply because you have, you have a lot of veterans, especially in the secondary. Um, and then D-line's cool. Then you got to get some backers. But I just feel like if everyone is healthy this this year offensively, especially at the wide receiver position, uh, potential is through the roof. You know, I think I think there's so many guys who who have outstanding potential. You know, at the receiver position, can they stay healthy? And then um, obviously Saquon coming back. Yeah, there's, there's just there's so many things that we just don't know. So I think what's going to have to happen is this offseason, they're going to have to make it extremely competitive uh, for these guys. Because what happens is when, when you get a new general manager, when you get a new head coach, everyone's auditioning, right? No one's no one's for sure because these these aren't their guys. Right. The GM the GM didn't draft not one guy on this team. So he's evaluating and trying to put his fingerprint on it. So I think I think that's what's going on. They're going to have to definitely like push to make it make it competitive make these guys earn their jobs this year yeah, yeah that's a good point absolutely absolutely and i think like katie and i try to like tie this back like our show back to real life sometimes like not an athlete's life um and you know if you work in like corporate america say you get a new job say your business gets taken over things like that like you are all auditioning so i think a lot of people sometimes are like oh i can't relate to a professional athlete but the point that you just made, I think we can all relate to that day to day, but it's a very, very good point. Yeah, because sure. it's it's still a business. Like, right. sure, you can't. It's hard to relate what happens is actually on the field, but we're talking business. What's going to happen yep. there, and that's relatable on, on in every aspect. Absolutely. Alrighty, second question. Uh, what's the main thing you looked for? What <laughs> you said absolutely at the same time. What episode is this? What number is this? One twenty-four. Well, Katie and I have been best friends for like 28 years now. So, so it's funny. It's just, we, it's a lockstep. It goes, just goes. I wasn't even looking at the camera. That's why I didn't know why you guys were laughing at me. I was looking at my word document. All right, where's your question? Sorry, I messed it up. No, you're fine. <laughs> what is the main thing you looked for pre-snap to try and gain an edge over the wide receiver or quarterback? Oh, Wow. <laughs> back to right. the I know right onto the field you, a, a lot of it has to do with um prior to the game uh okay. that's that's a big deal so 
it took me took me probably three or three years to really learn how to watch film and study. And so, I mean, there's, I mean, I start Monday, finish Saturday night. Saturday night, I do have a glass of wine, by the way, um, the night before games. But it all comes down to one: who's the coordinator? You know, what's he like? What does he like to do? Because all these guys are creature habits, right? They they might do something interesting in the beginning, like the first fifteen that you hear once in a while, and then they get back to what they do. What's the offensive coordinator style? What is, you know the quarterback style is he a righty is he a lefty which way he's like to roll out you know for example like aaron Rodgers, he's a righty but he likes to roll out to his left Mm -hmm. like that's that's kind of bizarre uh where's his alignment you know is he tight to the line of scrimmage meaning he can he's probably most likely going to run either you know a shallow cross or a deep over route is he split between you know the end of the line of scrimmage and the numbers meaning he might run a corner route or he might run a 10 yard dig or if he is he outside the numbers you know he can only run in breaking routes really so which is crazy because you have to i have to think of all that stuff in like in split second oh a split second (laughs) just process that information and then all right here we go so it all depends you know i know i remember uh going against obj when he was in new york if he was i knew if he was between the hash in numbers, if he lined up there, he was probably running a slant. And if he caught the slant, he was probably going to score a touchdown. Like there was yeah. a video, yeah. one of our, co- our <laughs> no, seriously, no, I kid yeah. you not. One of our coaches put together a presentation for like for us about OBJ. Like he, if he catches the ball right here, like forget about He's it. Gone. Right. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's, it, all, it all depends where guys are. You yeah. Know, I, I'm always on record, especially on social media. I'm like, guys, if the best receiver, is in the slot he is getting the football that's the yeah. only reason they put him there because a lot of a lot of number one corners aren't going to move into the slot mm-hmm. so if you put the best receiver in the slot he's going to be on someone where he has a good advantage so right, right. Mm-hmm. okay yeah Ooh, there's a lot the real time ex- <laughs> examples are great oh i love it <laughs> well this one might give us some too so uh who is your favorite receiver to guard and why my favorite receiver to cover. I mean, it probably was OBJ. OBJ was one of them, um, which is funny because as as um, as much as he has like a huge personality, he does not talk during the games. He does not say anything. <laughs> he just that is oh, very ju- interesting. Yeah, he just works. He doesn't say much. He just works. Oh. He 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 never gets tired. He was tough. Uh, Julio was was fun. He was tough. Um, Ooh, AB, AB, AB was tough. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been fortunate to go against a lot of people. I'm gonna yeah. say, I, I'm gonna say, I like to go against these guys, but I, well, but I, the challenge. No, no, I, I embraced it. I, I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was fun because I was so curious, you know, versus like, you know, someone's like, oh, you got to cover so and so this week. I'm like, that, that's cool. I would because, love that. Yeah, because yeah, I can't wait to see. Like, okay, I want to see what he's about and you know, see what I need to do. So, um, yeah. yeah, I enjoy going against top guys. Love it, love it. Oh. Hey, you said Julio Jones. I got chills. I'm a huge Bama girl, too. So I'm like, oh, I love that. <laughs> so I'm so jealous that you got to cover him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not that I could. I'd probably die, but I, I love that. I love it. It's so great. 
All right. Um, so this one's pretty like high level or just kind of, it might be a, I don't know, it might be a tough one for you to um, answer. I mean, I think I know what Katie and I want you to answer for this one, but what is your best NFL memory? Winning a Super Bowl at the Giants. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'll tell you what it it was. <laughs> it was the it was the aftermath of being on the field with my wife, our son, and my father. Like that was. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was legit because of how hard I worked. You know, one to get like my knee healthy, to be in the right frame of frame of mind. You know, my wife just really just never never being like phase on adjustments or moving or changing or getting cut or losing losing money whatever it was and then i never miss a super bowl as a kid i i, I never miss one well, to this day i still never miss one and yeah. used to always watch it with my dad and like now nah, here we are like yeah. not not only at it but we won the thing you know and so yeah i is that's definitely it and then not to mention i Green Bay won the year before, and I, I was supposed to be on that team. Right. So there is a lot of things going into that one. Your, so, your yeah. wife's dream came to fruition. And your dad. Your dad gave you those Giants vibes, yes. too. Like, I, your family, <laughs> they got to get more vibes back into New York. I need both of their, like, good juju in New York right let now. Us, like, let us know if your wife has any dreams about the Giants winning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> if she calls it right away. Like, no, her really? her her next prediction was I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, bigger in wine than I was in football. So we'll see. Well, you have <laughs> our contact information, obviously, for the wine. So just keep <laughs> keep us in mind for future endeavors. So we can't do much in football. I mean, we do this podcast, obviously, but we can't actually be active in <laughs> on the football field. But wine, we can, can active. be active wine. Oh, oh my god! Of course, we. We are active wine drinkers, so please which is I think is feasible because I didn't I didn't make any Pro Bowls. Actually, I missed the Pro Bowl by one penalty, but yeah, yeah. I don't have any Pro Bowls, so I think I can do that. Let's get a wine yeah. Pro Bowl under your sleeve. <laughs> I think Katie and I would make the wine Pro Bowl, hundred percent. I think so. All righty. So this question actually is perfect. It ties directly to your NFL career and wine. So do you feel your time in the NFL has helped you with your wine career? And if so, how? I think it has because from the business side, I, I know people. So when I go into meetings, I feel comfortable speaking to anybody and, and yeah. understanding what's going on there. Um, and then, yeah, it's like anything, too. It's like you study, uh, things change, things are different and all that stuff. So it, it has just just from the work ethic part. You know, um, I love football. I love the wine world. So if I love it, then even even going through adversity, I'm willing to, like, go ahead and keep going for it. You know, so mm -hmm. it, definitely, it definitely has helped me in that regard because I, I've been – I've been in a situation where I missed a whole season of football or I, I missed so many opportunities and it's like, you, you just got to get up and go. So when I had tough situations just in, in the wine business, I'm like, Hey, you just got to get up and go, you know? So it definitely has helped in terms of like being resilient and handling adversity. Yeah. Very nice. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. 
All righty. So, um, oh, this is a good one because it ties back to, you know, being on the Giants. So that's super <laughs> cool to you. Um, so how did the special teams unit improve when you and Chase Blackburn returned to the team? <laughs> we love it, Chase. We, well, yeah, we, went, like, you know, we love Chase Blackburn. <laughs> Chase is, no, Chase is awesome. He was, we had so many just solid grown adults on that team that was like yeah, that was that was the biggest thing for us we had all just grown adults and it and it's kind of like you didn't want to mess up because you'll you'll get beat up you know like don't <laughs> no, seriously don't <laughs> you think i'm kidding um it's like don't mess don't mess up what we got going on right that's coaches included everyone was fair game everyone can get beat up oh my god um we need that but yeah i just now. i don't know i think i they brought me in just because i did have some success returning in the past and usually you just want to bring someone in with sure hands um, just so they don't mess up, which is funny. I say that because I remember in the in the game versus Dallas, I had a terrible muff. Oh, I dropped that punt and it like flew like 20 yards ahead of me. But for some reason, we, we might it. we might have yelled at the TV at you, to be honest. Probably. So. No, I'm sure I'm sure everyone did. But, Damn it, Will. Who is this? Will? Blackfish? No, no question. No question. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just think, you know. Uh, they brought an experience. I think that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Um, so this is the final question from our audience. Um, and obviously too, I see a ton of people watching live. If you guys are watching live, feel free to ask more questions. Um, but these are the final pre pre live show questions. Um, what team and our coach did you enjoy playing for the most? We won't take it offensively. To be honest. No, no. Um, I, I really love playing for Coach Gus Bradley in Jacksonville. And I say that because um, we were not good. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we, we lost, I think, eight straight games. And he came to work every day with the same energy, the same attitude. He stuck to the script. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, and he was just all about just – being genuine um he treated everyone fairly he had no agenda he had no motive and it was all about just trying to get everybody better and i mean and we were we didn't have we didn't have the players we didn't have we didn't have anything you know Can you remind me who was your quarterback then at the time it was blaine gabbert okay okay and then we ended up going to Blake Bortles. Yeah. Oh, and Chad Henney too. We had Chad Henney. Too. I thought I thought it was Chad. Yeah. Henney. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was Chad Henney as well. So <laughs> what a wild threesome, right? <laughs> no, that's, no, that's what I'm saying though. Uh, it was it was interesting. It was really interesting. And um, yeah, and but he, I just love just his his discipline, how he yeah. stuck to it, and and nothing nothing changed him. So. And it was cool because I learned a lot from him. I learned like, look, you, you you just need to have a just have a genuine appreciation for people. Understand everybody matters in the building, the people who are making the food, the people yeah. who are who are, you know, cleaning up the locker room, who are who are the equipment guys, the trainers, like every have a genuine appreciation because like if everyone does their job to the utmost ability, then that's gonna give us the best chance. So that I think playing for Gus was was massive. I do too. I don't take offense to that because I like that answer. It yeah. sounds like yeah. Well, it reminds me of I forget. I don't think it was Jacksonville, but there was 
a team this year um, that gave like a huge um, like bonus to one of their uh, cafeteria workers. Um, and they, they paid off something for this individual. Um, and okay. it was the biggest thing because I think he had been working for them forever and was retiring or something. I'm blanking on who I, I want to say it was the dolphins, but I am blanking on it. Um, but it was just so that just like proves your point, like treating every single person that works for your organization. Cause it's not, you know, you guys obviously do so much going out in the field. The coaching staff does everything, like everything you see on social media. Clearly all of marketing does great things, but there's so many other people behind the scenes that will never get recognized. So right. I truly love that you call out, you know, obviously that coach and for the reasons and that being that reason. So I really like that. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. He was cool. We, we got to dive into these questions that we have. I know. Oh, your questions. I know. Our questions. <laughs> you you said that the fan questions were better. I, I think we came up with some good ones. I think we did. I eliminated one of mine because you already answered the question. You eliminated I'll, it. Okay. Well, I eliminated because it was about like more like the why. I wanted to like know more about like the wine and like how you go. But you already answered how you got into it and stuff, which was fascinating. So if you're tuning in live with now, like great, like whatever. But if you have to listen to the podcast, like go back, reverse, reverse. Um, and Ooh, definitely reverse, reverse. reverse um, and take a listen to that. It's very, very interesting, of course. Um, alrighty. So our questions now. If you could go wine tasting anywhere in the world, where would you go? And if you know places, tell me and Katie for recommendations. <laughs> we'll book tickets. <laughs> I could go anywhere in the world. Probably the country, Georgia. Okay. Wow. Which Are they known for wine? They, they, they started wine. <gasps> We're going. That's, I that's didn't where, know this. Book the tickets, was. Katie. Wine was originated in Georgia, the country. Yes. Okay. Wow. Which is so funny. I was <laughs> so that was that's like a good trivia question. And my wife didn't it is. she didn't she didn't know it at the time. And I remember this uh one of our buddies was over here and he was just quizzing me. He was like, he's like, Do you know where wine started? And I was like, Yeah, Georgia. My wife looked at me, she was like, Oh my god. <laughs> like he said, Georgia. <laughs> You know, he's supposed to be like this wine, this wine guy. Like he said, Georgia. And he was like, nope. It, I was like, no, check. It's Georgia. And the guy was like, oh, actually, yeah, you're right. It's Georgia. <laughs> and then when he left, she she was like, oh, my God. She's I thought you said Georgia, the state is where wine <laughs> was. <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, my God. I was like, did he just say that? Did he just say that? You know. Is my husband um, stupid? Question have, you been, have you been to Spain? Nope. Yeah, I had a I had a great trip planned to Spain during 2020 that got canceled to co due to COVID. But I had one day where I was supposed to do a six hour winery tour and like bop around to all these different wineries. Yep. I got to get that back on track. That that is the dream day, in my opinion. No, all of all of ours got canceled in 2020. We had we were yeah. in Italy and Spain or France. Oh. But I think what we, we might do a month in Italy this summer. So that's kind of that like, would be amazing. Yeah. You gotta do oh, that. Let us take, know about the wines. So <laughs> take the babies with us. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah well, honestly, Katie, write that down, Georgia. Um, First of all, we're gonna try the wine first. Uh, find around, you know, a couple of places around here that have it. Um, although, although there is some controversies, some people say Georgia, some people say, you know, other places. So there's, there's a on on text is Georgia, but there I, I want to know what the I want to know what the Jeopardy answer is. Yeah, there is, there is, there is some debate. So okay, okay. okay. 
I'm gonna take I'm gonna take your word for it. Yeah. No, I'm just that's what I that's what I know. Okay. (laughs) All righty. So this question, Katie and I have been on the edge of our seats for because we knew you were coming on the show. Well, you have to. It's our it's our guy that we're asking you a question about. What is your favorite Eli Manning story? I mean, you're on the edge of your seats, but I don't really have one. No. Just My favorite. So, so here's the thing. I don't have like a, I don't have a particular story, okay. like about him because he was quiet. He didn't say much. But I think my favorite Eli moment was was Eli in the um, the NFC Championship game versus San Francisco. Um, I think that was the the tough game. Probably one of the best performances from a quarterback I probably have ever seen. Um, because he he got his ass kicked. Yeah. Yes. He got. I mean, he got absolutely in like the pouring uh, rain, the muddiest game. Oh, ever. it was, and he got yeah. bl- he got blasted, but he was still delivering. So yeah. I just got I sat back and watched. I was like, damn, dude, like this is like playoff playoff. Eli is a different person. He is a yes. different person. So um, yeah, I think that was probably my favorite moment or story mm-hmm. for Eli. I love that game. Um, as much as I think we had like the best offensive line that year, that defensive line for Sam yeah. Brown is no joke. Right. I do remember him getting pummeled like yeah. all along that game. Uh, but I feel like that one lives in my memory just as much as the Super Bowl does. It Absolutely. Really does. It Hands really does. down. So many yeah. dramatics to that one, and I, I love that game. Well, that was one of those, like, and like Katie and I talk about it on the show. And we actually had a couple of, um, you know, games this season that were we've been waiting a little bit. Those were those that was a tough, gritty football game, like it was muddy, raining, and it was just like Eli got like just plummeted and had to come back and fight back. The whole team had to fight back, came down literally to the last second. Like that was like a tough football game. Like those are the games like you want to see and like we don't get to talk about them too much lately. Um but that and that's why it sticks out in our memory as much as the Super Bowl because we literally had to fight till the end to get to that Super Bowl and then ultimately go on and win. So 100% agree. So I I love that story too. And I didn't even know Eli. (laughs) But um, very cool to be like on the, you know, with the team on that one. I couldn't imagine what what it was like there besides, you know, raining and super muddy. So that's all I (laughs) could picture you went through there. (laughs) Um, So in your opinion, who is the most talented player you've ever played with? Um, I mean, it's hmm, probably Charles Woodson. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah, answer. Yeah, Char- I mean, I play with Favre, I play with Aaron Rodgers, I play with Charles Woodson, I play with a bunch of really good, talented people. So, yeah, he was he was legit because he did, sometimes he didn't even practice and he would go out and have two interceptions, like it was right. like that. Yeah, I love it. So I mean, that's Charles. a great answer. Yeah. yeah. I think we'd be deserving of that. Definitely. All righty. What is your go-to wine and what's one wine that you typically avoid? Um, my go-to, when in doubt, it's champagne. Ooh, yes. You and Katie should connect offline. I'm a, I'm a mimosa lover. She's, but you're just a champagne lover in general. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't pour anything. So actually, mimosas, I think they, um, I think a standard mimosa, they use Prosecco, I believe. Yeah, I was going to um, say, I love champagne and Prosecco. 
Yeah. So actually, I just like sparkly wine in general. So you have Prosecco, you have Cava, you have Cremant, you have Champagne, you have Champagne Method Wine, you have traditional. So knows it all, man. I just like sparkly. So here's a here's a tip. Okay. So if you've been wine tasting, someone probably has told you that Champagne can only be called Champagne if it's made in Champagne, France. Like that is that is that is yes, that is law. However, when you're shopping. And on the bottle, it will say traditional method, or it'll say um, method champagne wine, or method traditional. That is made the exact same way as champagne. They just can't call it champagne. So if you're shopping for champagne, you know, you might see a bottle that's 40, 50, 60, maybe 70 and up. But if you keep scanning and you find bottles that say traditional method, it's still champagne. It just might be less. It might be less. You might find a you might find an outstanding one for like nineteen or twenty five or thirty bucks. This is good to know. This is very yeah. So so look for traditional method or anything that says method champagne, traditional method, something like that. Very good. Okay. Okay. And is there any type of wine you're not a huge fan of? Because for me, my one that I don't like is Caitlin's favorite. I do not like Chardonnay. I love Chardonnay. Why don't you like Chardonnay? (laughs) She thinks it's an old lady wine. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's, some of them are way too buttery. I don't like that. So I don't like a buttery Chardonnay. I think that's it. I don't like a buttery Chardonnay. I feel like you cook with it. I, I can't drink it. I love it. A good unoaked stiff Chardonnay. Mm. That's what I'm drinking yeah, right so now. So you got just you got to try unoaked. What what is that Chablis? What is that called? No, this is a Chardonnay. It's a Chilean Chardonnay. It's like Chilean. one of my favorites. It's unoaked. Um, it's very crisp. Uh, it's very dry. Um, and that's what I like. So I'm so not. So unoaked is sweets. the way to go. Yeah. Yep. So I said. So when I said Chablis, Chablis is it's a region in France. So this is why I found out too. In France, they never say the grape varietal. You have to know the what the region produces. Okay. So, okay. so Chablis is like North Burgundy, and they are known for producing Chardonnay, but unoaked Chardonnay and stainless steel. And that is that is my favorite white wine. That is probably so good. It is I'm my going to Italy, people. And it and it goes, uh, yeah, in France, and it goes really well with like shellfish or seafood. I want to ask you a side question to this. Are you, you're living in California now? Yep. Okay. So one of my, like top of my bucket list of travel destinations in the United States is I just want to go to wine country, but then someone, I forget who told me, you don't want to go to Napa, go to like Sonoma or go elsewhere. Do you, what's your opinion on oh, that? Oh, that's, that's kind of like, you know, you know, you don't want to go to, you know, Manhattan, go to the other boroughs. Okay. It's, it's, kinda, it's like that, you know. <laughs> Do you have a suggestion if we're going to wine country? No, if you go to if you go to wine country, go to Napa. Like, find out what okay. it's like. Yeah, no, you, you got to. It's almost like I'm big on experience it for yourself. Okay. I okay. love Napa. I think Napa is great. I love okay. Sonoma. I love Paso. I love all these things. So they because Sonoma is more chill, is more laid back. Napa is Napa is king. So everyone is like everyone in Napa. They know like this is, is prestige. So if you want to see like prestige, it's like go to Napa. Napa Napa is right. super fun. Downtown Napa is cool. You can go all the way up the valley. Is cool. You go to South Sonoma. You go up to Hillsburg. Like it's 
Tons of fun. So you go, go to Napa. Don't, we got to go, Kate. We need a yeah. girl's trip to wine country. Paso, we do. Paso Robles is cool. Um, go to Central Coast. Like um, Santa Barbara is awesome. My parents, at any time I buy my parents a bottle of wine, they always rave about the Russian River Valley. Yeah, so that's Sonoma. I always buy them anything from the Russian River Valley. I'm like, okay, this looks good. I'll send it to mom and dad. <laughs> so, that's a, so that's Sonoma. And the, okay. and the yeah, okay. so the Sonoma's more of a cooler climate. So you'll get um like they make really good Pinot Noirs and Chardonnay and Russian River what Valley. They like, they mm -hmm. like Pinot Noirs from the Russian River Valley. I gotta say, one of our one of our fans just posted that they love unoaked Chardonnay. So shout out to Picari because he actually yes, just won. Yeah, he he actually <laughs> you just can't won. Give it thumbs down. You have you need to have no. unoaked Chardonnay. Yeah, you, he, I don't he, think okay, you have unoaked okay, Chardonnay. Trust okay. me. Yeah, it's, it's totally it's totally different. It it's not totally a yeah, buttery chard. I can't do buttery chardonnay is so gross in my opinion. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's yeah. like not. It's like I don't mind like it. It depends what I'm having. I'm big on like pairing stuff. So it depends. Well, it depends what buttery. Now, if you get chardonnay from like Burgundy, like Burgundy. Um, oh, I can't do that. You make the face. <laughs> <laughs> don't make the. Don't make the face. <laughs> We make a lot of faces. You need to like, you just need, I'm sure you you guys are, you, you ladies are, are near some wine bars. Just go taste and try. You need to just explore. Okay. Explore. All right. I'm going to do unoaked chard. I'm going to let you know what I think. But I'll Chablis. Do we'll do Chablis. I, I actually have heard of that before. So we will definitely try that. Um, the One of our uh, fans just asked right now, how do you feel about Chianti? I love Chianti. Yeah. Chianti Classico. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Outstanding. All right. Okay. So we're down to our final two questions from oh, Katie boy. and me. But obviously, our obviously anyone watching live, if you have any questions, let us know. Um, what was it like the moment that you stepped on the field for the Super Bowl? Um, it was like a movie. There was a lot going on. There was tons of people on the sideline, and the mm -hmm. field was like this big. And so, yeah, it was, and honestly, it was like a movie. That's just how it was. I just yeah. remember everything taking forever. That's what I do remember. Yeah, the Super Bowl does. I, I remember that last Tom Brady pass and that ball being in the air forever. <laughs> it was no, like three yeah, minutes. So, that's what, so it was like a movie. And I, it's, this was so funny. I remember getting back to the locker room. You know, you, you expect to see like the teammates. And I think the first people I saw was like, Seal and Heidi Klum, they were just at my locker. Just, <laughs> you know, I so, I I'd be like, excuse me, out of my way. No, 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 no. Can I get my towel, please? Excuse yeah. me, please get out of my way. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to laugh. I hope my brother is watching. I keep seeing someone. Yeah, I think my brother is watching right now. Um, Kiss by a Rose by Seals, like our favorite songs. I That's know you song. oh, like It's from Batman. It's the best song ever. Song. Um, that wow. is really funny. But other, yeah. he's, there's another song that he he has. Gosh, it's on, it's on, a, it's on another one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> um but yeah no i think like this was like i know obviously football is a production but i remember there was one game it was probably in sofi it wasn't obviously the super bowl but obviously two big la teams playing um i remember watching it this season just like they zoomed off to the side not only did they show like the camera come down like in like you know on like the 50 yard line but <clears throat> they showed like Every the single production, like the people running around with cameras, like all this stuff, kind of like the chaos, like behind the scenes. And I had to like kind of like take a moment back and be like, 
holy shit like the nfl like really is oh like a, we can a movie it's a movie production. Oh yeah, we can. Sw- it's, we're explicit. Sorry, I, I, I should have. You should listen. I, I, maybe I don't know if you did your research and hear me say "fuck" every other weekend. I say it every week. So You're every good. Other You're week, so we're fine. We're explicit. Um, but like literally, it just. I and I, I know it is, but like I guess it took that. Mo- and I forget what game it was this season. But like I had to literally take a step back, and I was like, "This is a movie." And like, if I, I give you guys a lot of credit, because like I don't think I could perform in that. Like. I would just be like, is there a camera right here? Like, get out of my face. But you don't even realize it. You have, you have, you literally have no capacity in your brain to focus on anything else. Yeah. You don't. Because everything is right there. I just, I mentioned earlier, right? You have like literally one second to process a list. You're not worried. Okay. Like, I, okay. I line up first. No, the play's over. Right. And then I'm like, okay, it's, it's third down. Okay, it's third down and seven. Okay, what do I like to do on third down and seven? Okay, what's their personnel? Where are they on the field? What's the call? What side am I on? What are the checks? What are the motions? What's their formation? Who's in the game? Did somebody get hurt? What's happening? What's the time on the clock? Okay, let's line up. Okay, he's doing this. He changed this guy. This guy's moving his gloves. Like, I'm, I have to process all that stuff. And then it's like, hike. Right. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not worried about the camera. <laughs> it's like these housewives. They do it for years, season after season. Oh, but they're acting. They're, they're like, they let me start this cameras. drama. No, they're not, they do not forget the about the camera. Are you kidding they're me? They're doing it for the camera. Right. They it. they do it one year. They come back and they're selling a hand cream. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Is that what? Did you just show us a hand cream you're selling? <laughs> no, I just had a hand cream because they are. That's the that's the only thing that show is good for. If you have a product, other than that, it's going to yes. ruin your life. Yeah. Have you ever had any of the housewives that have their own wine brands have you ever had <gasps> That's oh you a know good question hold on you're gonna oh. oh no did you freeze are you gonna bring one of them on the show right now <laughs> oh my god what happened will where'd you go we lost him will come back you I can can't believe we have i can't believe will was a housewives fan this i know this is huge i'm also like where did you go I'm so nervous. He's just left us. This has been, honestly, I am just, I'm loving this episode so far. I think, I just, I love it. It's been so great. The good thing is, is that his little, like, squiggly thing of death, there he is. What happened there? I don't know. So. What do we got? (laughs) Oh, I... Katie got that for me for my birthday. So yes, the whole trio, the pack. Yeah, they're actually they're not they're not bad. Um, they're actually pretty good. I did. So um, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually on I'm on the board of Knocking Point Wines. So I have to give my reviews and create a video for these soon. Oh my god! Oh, I can't wait for this video. Yeah, that's funny. I actually I thought. I thought they were pretty good. Um, I, I, I should probably look back, but um, on the episode or the episodes, I didn't have three bottles in one episode. <laughs> that would have been too much. But I did. I did drink. So Katie got them for my birthday one year. Um, it was probably like what last year or the year before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I did it on the show. I made sure to to showcase them, and I drank them throughout the show. That's so funny that you. I, we were so happy that they came out with wine. Like it's been yeah. how long? They should have come up with them, but. Um, we definitely were on the hunt to definitely try all the, the housewives wine. So we haven't, 
we've done skinny girl that's it it's not that good so um you also need like four bottles to to get drunk off skinny girl so um but we were definitely into lisa vanderpumps we want to try her rosé for sure and then remote what is ramona's pinot grigio grigio pinot grigio so we're definitely we're definitely in the market to try those so if you tried those before us definitely no but we let us know when the the housewives wine review comes out for sure (laughs) you'll find it on knocking point (laughs) Alrighty. Well, honestly, those were all of the questions that uh, we I have, had. I have oh, one you more. Question. more? You I have one more question. All right. Before you leave us, because I, I'm absolutely in love with the fact that you're a Housewives fan. I think we have <laughs> to get you back on the show just for Housewives. Just for Housewives, not football. Um, but now that we've learned this, who's your favorite Housewife? Um, or franchise? Candy. Oh, you do oh, love okay, Candy. Okay. Yeah. Candy from Atlanta. Just yeah. Just because she's like. She just keeps 100. She has her own stuff. Yeah. And you said that you're, I, we're very invested in Salt Lake City right now. Who do you like from Salt Lake City? Oh my gosh. They're tough. There's a lot of people. You know what? I, I, I don't say I have a favorite, but I, I like how um, Jenny keeps attacking Mary. I okay. think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, that's funny. Because no, no, no one else, no one else says anything. Yeah. Well, I think we can agree with that. I think that we're kind of like the ship has sailed on the the Jenny train for us. We're donezo with her. But like she, I agree with you that no one has really like called Mary out on yeah. like weird things. I mean, we the, really the, the most solid one is Heather by far. Yes. She's, oh, she's like, Heather yeah. Gay is our favorite. Let's go. Yeah. Like, love her. She's solid. Yes. But. Yes. Oh my god! I love that you love the housewives. This is phenomenal. Oh, oh like season, we're seasoned veterans. I don't think we, one thing we. I don't watch. I don't watch New York. Okay. Well, it got it. It got bad. It got bad. That's but it I mean. did. Well, it did. It got very bad. It got I bad. stopped. I stopped watching New York and New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey is very good. So we good we right recommend you come back to New Jersey. Come back to New Jersey. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, well guess who's on this season? Diggy Barber, even though we don't oh, like yes. him. Yes. Is he Barber. really? Yes. So yes. I literally I cut Tiki Barber out of my football life, and now I have to watch his dumb ass on friggin' Oh my gosh. I'm so pissed. I thought like we were just gonna get his wife. He is on every damn episode so far, and I'm like. I cut you out of they my life. They asked us. They asked us a couple of times. We're like, absolutely not. <gasps> There's no way. Oh my god! No, <laughs> this is this is like breaking no. news. <laughs> There's absolutely not. No All right, way. Well, you're not going to be on the Real Housewives, but I think tonight we found our third co-host of the Real Football Fans of New Jersey because you love football, you love wine, and you love Housewives. Oh I wait, think. I got something. No, this, this is true. It's no, it, it really, it really was. I, I kid you not. I'm trying to see if I can find. You're getting up the email. <laughs> huh? No, not not, not that email. He's pulling up as they call in housewives. He's pulling up the up the receipts. No, I don't. I don't have that receipt. I have a different receipt, which is super oh, cool. Hell if yeah. I can find it. <laughs> Me and my guy. Who is it? Wait, Wait can you see it? I know. Is that I can't. a Monty Tumor? No, boom, there no. you go. No, I can't. Why can't you guys your... can't see who that is? No. Oh There's my a... gosh. Is that Tom Coughlin? 
Tom no. Coughlin. I was gonna say it's, it's clearly you're. It's it's a white person because I can't see it. No. <laughs> it just it looks like a ghost. He looks like a ghost. You, you just zoom in a little. That? No, zoom in a little. Oh, is it Andy Cohen? It's no. Andy. Oh, but it was Tom Coughlin. <laughs> Tom Coughlin. She said it's a white man. I know that. Well, yeah, because he. I couldn't see anyone. <laughs> oh my god. Because I almost did the uh, Real Men's Watch Bravo show. I almost did. I actually auditioned for that. Oh, Will. Yeah. Where the fuck have you been our entire lives? Where have you been our entire lives? Yeah, they flew they flew me in to do that. It was me and uh, Jerry O'Connell. And then they Where ended up going with. Where have you been? I've been chilling, watching the shows with my wife. <laughs> I've been chilling, watching the Housewives. Drinking wine. Watching our show? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I well, am, you should uh, because every other half we do break down the housewives. I don't know yes. if we can tonight. This has been way too good of an episode, to be honest. But it was but, amazing. Oh, amazing. my God. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, to do you have any questions for us? And if you don't, it's okay. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't, That's totally yeah. fine. I just figured, you know. I only watch OC to look at Heather the Bro's house. That's it. Oh, I am. Well, so the biggest thing is like, you know, I'll make this quick, but I am, um, you know, Katie and I both are like honed in on our like franchises that we love, but I kind of like to dabble in a couple others and Orange County and Beverly Hills are my others that I've dabbled in because they're both OGs for yeah, legit housewives. OGs. Absolutely. So Orange County, though, rubs me the wrong way. And I've taken a hiatus from them over the past couple of seasons because they suck and they're pissing me off. No, I like Tamara. I don't mind her. Um, everyone else just kind of bothers me. And this season... Because the, the OG is left. And the OG is now back. So Heather Dubrow is my girl. Like, my girl. And if you live near her, we're coming. So um, we, <laughs> I'm, I'm like... 25 minutes we're coming so um i love her so the fact that she came back this season i was so happy so i've been watching it is a great season so far so i'm i'm it is they, cool they, so pulled, far. they pulled me back in they and her house is it's like a resort honestly it's nothing you've ever seen before it's like it's no own it's, little... it is it's ridiculous it makes no sense it's what's what's funny about that show there. is so when you know you drive in on the free you see billboards like what lawyers and stuff so when you're driving towards to la from orange county you see a billboard that says you always see it. it's called it says sweet james and mm -hmm. so i was like sweet james okay i thought it was funny i was always laugh like sweet james and then when noella mentioned that her husband was right. sweet james i thought yeah. that was so funny yeah so he's a a realtor sweet james so it, it almost reminds me of the movie um i love you man when um yeah so they make the paul rudd billboards yeah. it's basically like what like well it's i guess it's her ex-husband now because he like leaves her in the first episode so um but it's literally when i saw that i was like cracking up i was like that's literally paul rudd and i love you man where he's like literally <laughs> so like the james bond billboard <laughs> that yeah. is sweet james like that is her husband but wow Oh my God. Honestly, like this was absolutely incredible. Like I cannot believe that we finally found our trifecta here. We found someone, we found Katie and mine's triplet. Katie and I have been twins our entire life, loving football, loving housewives and loving as we got into legal age of drinking, loving wine. And finally we found someone who shared the same three loves as us. As Katie said, I spend equal time in all three. Well, yeah, yes. I think I think we do as well, to be honest. And the good thing about wine is that you can share it with football and the housewives equally. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I know. Um, as, you, as you see, <laughs> I might open this one tomorrow night for OC. 
do, do it. it. Definitely should. They were, I th again, I thought they were definitely, definitely good wines for sure for, I guess, a. Uh, I guess it's like a consumer play to have them as housewives branded. So for a consumer play, they were pretty good. Um, but yeah, honestly, Will, this was an absolute pleasure. Um, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I could not be happier. I know Katie and I have been smiling ear to ear this entire episode. It was so cool to get behind the scenes of not only the New York Giants, but a lot of NFL teams, other NFL teams as well. Um, just kind of that business mentality of going from the NFL into, you know, a professional career within wine. Um, and then also to your love for the housewives and you just being a very stand up individual uh, yourself and just a great personality and a great person to you know, come on this average Joe podcast, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, honestly, I don't like, think average, think more than that. Listen, we just do this. We've been just doing this for fun for like, <laughs> just fun. But um, no, it's honestly, it was truly great. And I, I could not be more grateful that you chose to, to hang out with us tonight. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs> All righty. Well, oh, what an episode so far. And we are going to just really quick wrap up uh, the episode uh, with talking about, we want to talk about some free agent signings uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, so we just did, uh, there was an article that came out this past week uh, with a countdown, you know, to the 2022 free agency period. On NFL.com, there was an article by Bucky Brooks. He uh, ranked the top 10 free agent signings from this past season. We have the list. Caitlin and I are going to say who we think was the best and then also who we think is the top free agent going into 2022. So uh, the list from NFL.com, top free agents from this past season. Number one, defensive end Trey Hendrickson from Cincinnati. Number two, running back slash wide receiver slash kick returner Corderell Patterson for Atlanta. Number three was outside linebacker Matt Judon from New England. Four, center Corey Lindsley from the Chargers. Five, defensive end Yannick Ngakwe from Las Vegas. Six, guard Joe Thune from Kansas City. Seven, running back James Conner, Arizona. Number eight was defensive end Jadevian Clowney from Cleveland. Number nine, outside linebacker Hassan Reddick for Carolina. And number 10, wide receiver Kendrick Bourne for New England. Caitlin, who did you think was the best free agent pickup this past season? Let's just talk about this list of free agents real quick. Like, what a phenomenal list. Yeah. Um, and it only makes me more excited going into uh, this coming season, for sure. Uh, we have a decent amount of people, and, like, we'll actually talk about that real quickly after this list. Um, listen, I understand why, you know, they definitely put defensive end Trey Hendrickson from Cincinnati at number one. Cincinnati's just coming off. They went to the Super Bowl, obviously. Great. Uh, great, great game there. Obviously, I think that both defenses came out strong. Um, but for me, I'm going to go all the way down to number seven. I think James Conner was a phenomenal free agency pickup because it was a one-year, $1.7 million deal. Literally second most rushing touchdowns with 15s in, 15 touchdowns in yeah. the league. So yeah. you're picking that up in free agency and what James Conner was able to do for the Arizona Cardinals, especially when James Conner, um, sorry, when, um, um, sorry, Kyler Murray, especially when James Conner, especially when Kyler Murray on uh, DeAndre Hopkins were out and they were injured, he put that team on his back and he was able to keep that team alive. hundred percent. I got to go with James Conner on this one. 
Yeah, uh, I think James Conner is probably a really close second for me. I'm going to go with the guy that was number two on this NFL.com list. I'm going to go with Corderell Patterson. Another the great. I'm going with him. It it's, goes in line with you too. It was a cheap signing. It was a one-year, three million dollar mm-hmm. deal. Um, he was drafted in 2013. He's been in the league for a while, and yet he had the best year of his career this year. Over 1,100 scrimmage yards and 11 touchdowns. And he was the number one threat in that Atlanta offense. Um, and so to get a guy in free agency, oh, we'll sign him for a year, $3 million. You know, maybe he'll play a part in our offense. But to become the key focal point of that offense hmm. was very impressive to me, especially a guy who's been around for a while. And you just thought he was what he is. And then all of a sudden he had this breakout year in what, his like eighth or ninth season in the NFL. So right. I thought that was amazing. And then who do you think is uh, the top free agent going into this free agency period, 2022? So there's like a ton of free agents. I think I like read, there's like 200 yeah, <laughs> like poten- potential, potential free agents. Obviously you're going to have people go into free agency and they're going to get signed back by the team right away. Right, right, right. Um, but listen, I, I really couldn't, um, I couldn't pick just one. And I think you guys all know that I'm very hard with picking just one, one time. So I picked three people, um, but I think it's because like they all have kind of like asterisks next to them. But then, uh, so, so so obviously, so I went with Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, and Chandler Jones. Let's not like obviously Chandler Jones had a phenomenal season. You know, he's a free agent edge rusher. Like New York Giants, I'd hit him up. We don't have any money, but please hit him up. Obviously, all three of these people have injuries tied to them. Um, you know, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin. You know, kind of going out. Uh, Chris got me a little later, later in the season. And then Devonte Adams missed like a big chunk. So obviously all the injuries tied to them, but they're all three really phenomenal players going into free agency. So I think the interesting thing though, with Chris Godwin and Devonte Adams though, is are green Bay and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to be looking at, well, Tampa Bay is looking at a new quarterback situation. Is green Bay going to be looking at a new quarterback situation? So why receivers look like when they're not playing so, the best quarterbacks, that's why the two best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I put a little asterisk next to them. And that's why I liked putting Chandler Jones in there. So I, uh, I agree with everything you said. I went with, with Devonte Adams. Yeah. All right. Well, honestly, Katie and I came to a mutual decision via text message that we are just so beyond thrilled with how this episode went tonight with having Will Blackman on. That was a phenomenal episode. We still wanted to talk about football just a little bit. Um, We do have more content for you guys, but we're going to deliver it to you over the next couple of weeks. Um, Everything is evergreen from here with us here on now. Um, Any breaking news, please just keep following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Well, I can't really break it on YouTube for you guys. Sorry. So just keep following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for all of our breaking news. But wow, what what an episode. Um, honestly, <laughs> I, he totally caught me completely off guard. <laughs> the housewives that I didn't know. I didn't know about that. Tell us about this beforehand that he was no. a housewives fan and he, no. he happened to mention it like a minute before we went live with him. Um, <laughs> and so that, that was amazing. Like it was, I'm telling you, he's our, it's the trifecta. We just found a pleasant surprise and, you know, we, we just need to make our girls trip to wine country. We need to call Will. He's we coming. Need to have him be our guide through wine country. Oh yeah. I, I would love it. We got to do it. Show us your ways. And, and I will, I will have some unoaked Chardonnay just for Will. 
I will find you a good one. Well, the one oh. I drink is unoaked. It's going to be a lot better than the ones you've had. I promise. Okay. Um, so we will give you guys some quick, you know, things uh, just to, you know, uh, so you don't miss them. Uh, it is Tuesday. We know we come to you usually on Wednesdays. We want to remind you that we it is a Tuesday night. I need to remind myself that because not only are we coming back from a long weekend, we're coming, we're not doing it Wednesday. We're coming back from a long this weekend. It's going to get very confusing. This it week. feels like Monday, but it's actually Tuesday. So I guess my mind is I feel like it's Thursday. <laughs> um, so Real Housewives of New Jersey is on tonight, Tuesday at 8 p.m. It's actually yep. already 8.30. So we hope you're tuning in here. Real Houses Orange County is on tomorrow night, Wednesday, 9 p.m. Real Houses of Salt Lake City, we've got the reunion part one on 9 p.m. on Sunday. So Katie and I, we're going to catch up. We're finishing the rest of the season. We're going to watch the reunion. And don't worry, like we do with every other franchise, we're spilling all the deets on the reunion for the next couple episodes for you guys. And then guess what? We are one week away from the NFL Combine. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I can't I'd like I, I know don't, I didn't remember that it comes like that quickly really after the NFL thing. season, but here yeah. we are. So we're gonna get a look at some of these prospects. The Giants have two early first round draft picks and they need to nail them. So right. uh we're definitely gonna have our eyes glued to that combine. Absolutely. All righty. Well, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to The Real Football Fans in New Jersey. This was episode 194. We are six away from the big 200. Stay tuned for all details in regards to our 200th episode. As always, you can watch us live every Wednesday. Sorry, it's Tuesday today. But every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. But you can always find us on demand, our podcast. You can listen and subscribe on all of your favorite outlets, including the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere where you listen to us. But thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We had a phenomenal time tonight. I hope you guys did as well. So cheers, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers.